Alright, what's up everybody? It's Jordan. Buttery Speaks. You know me. We all have distinctive voices. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I haven't done an intro in a while for the uh, OG listeners, I guess. Uh, you might remember I used to do little intros in the beginning and little outros at the end um, of every episode. And I decided to just like stop doing that because that was tedious for me and didn't really add much. I felt after a while, but I feel like this one kind of needed a little introduction uh, just to contextualize everything. Um, so we all have busy lives, me, Chris, and Jericho, uh, and that means sometimes we don't record every weekend. Um, so yeah, that's that's just the reality of it. We all have jobs, we all have other commitments in our lives that require not having to not having this <laughs> not having to record all the time and that's okay uh, but it, we decided as a group um, you know because of the move from SoundCloud to Anchor uh, for anybody that wants to kind of dig deep into the archives of Buttery Speaks um, but it's kind of like overwhelming because there's over like 20 episodes before the anchor, the anchor transition, decided to like punch up, uh, modify, like repackage old episodes, archive episodes for your enjoyment, um, and so that it's easily accessible on like all the different podcast platforms that we're available on. So yeah, um, hope that explains everything. Uh, enjoy our very first uh, archive episode, I guess. Of Buttery Speaks. This is the Black Panther episode. Yeah. Yee! They just see me, then they passing like I didn't know. But now they asking favors till I got some when I won't. Doesn't mean that I am heartless. I just wanna talk less. That don't mean I'm thoughtless. I just fuck with thoughts less. I'm just on my own doing shit just as I please. Passing classes, but I swear that I will never leave. Cause the only thing that seems to matter is. Yeah, I can't help but see that the only way to be is to step back, pass, and let the shit breathe. Play that for the fucking centers. So I was at uh, I was at a wedding the other day, and like there was an open bar, but it was only for an hour. Like, what's what's the point of an open bar if it's just for an hour? And like the reception ran kind of late, so like most people didn't even get there until like thirty minutes before it closed. But anyway, anyway. <laughs> like, sucks. dude, the the bartender, like she was. I, I ordered like a tequila sunrise and like her pour was like very generous. But like the problem with that was that the drink tasted terrible. <laughs> and, and then at that point I had to start like thinking about my priorities when it comes to drinks of like, do I want more of this or do I want it to taste good? I never know what to do at bars. Cause it's like, I don't go to bars a lot. So I'm just like, I don't know shit. I'm like, Oh, I was like, there's like one thing. I was like, oh, I got a Moscow mule. I'm like, I don't know what that is. Get me one too. That sounds super interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Did, did you like it? It was cool. Yeah, it tasted like yeah. almond. Next time we go to the bar, I'm gonna order like shittiest drink. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, it's like Jameson mixed with like motor oil. I'm like, all right, fuck. Gosh. And then Jordan's like, give me one of that. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Ironically enough, he loves it. Yeah. Like, I want more of that. I'm gonna make this at home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm, stream. I'm just gonna stare. <laughs> Yeah, this is gonna be my streaming. Yeah, um, no, I, was, 
I think the like the one time I got like sketched out by a drink was at like a house party, and then they like poured the sh- they like <laughs> poured they like poured all the shit out, and then they like proceeded to light it on fire, and then you have to blow it out and then drink it really fast. I'm like, yo, that shit was flammable. <laughs> like, it was, was crazy. I drank it and it was cool. <laughs> so it was like, oh, yeah, I was there like, there. I know there are like some like legit drinks that you would actually want to burn for a little bit. Oh yeah, I yeah. guess it does something. I guess. Yeah, but... like... I did. I did that at my cousin's wedding, and then I didn't remember my cousin's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Because you forgot to set it on fire, so it was just like flammable liquid inside of your body. <laughs> like, like my cousin, like she, like this is like, at, at, like pretty much when all of our other family members went home. So her and I, after her wedding, we we're just like fuck, just it, burning things. <laughs> And then her husband, my my cousin in law, was just watching. I was like, "Welcome to the family." <laughs> did Did you guys ever like play? You guys never played Resident Evil Seven, huh? No. <laughs> did you ever play the demo? Oh, no. Serious fuck. I saw playthroughs. God, I remember like when this was because when they first announced Resident Evil Seven, they they released the demo the same day. Like this was back in E three, whatever twenty, whatever. And, like, um, one of the things is I played it a hell of times just because I was like, yo, this is really fun. But at the end of the demo, it's always, like, the the main, like, hillbilly infected or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, welcome to the family, son. And then he punches you in the face and the demo ends. Shit. Oddly enough, that was awesome. I'll see you at the wedding. <laughs> welcome to the family, son. Bam. And you just wake up the next morning. <laughs> I'm... I'm just I'm just laughing because like I've been in the the premises of a uh, very drunk Chris before in the past and it is amazing. I heard he's a hoot. I never remember. It's like it, it's basically like a like a since we're talking about like Black Panther today. It's basically like a Hulk and Bruce Banner kind of thing. Oh god. Oh, man. <laughs> like 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 basically we switch out for the much funner personality. Like I re- I remember at my graduation party I made it a point to get Chris drunk. Just because I wanted that to be, I wanted to see it. I wanted to experience it again. Dude, I remember that too, and I was like really good at Tekken, <laughs> and I suck ass at Tekken. Oh shit, dude! I wouldn't know. I actually don't remember most of that night. So, oh, damn. <laughs> I, I remember I was so good. My sister was like, "We should get Tekken. You're really good at when you're drunk." I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> now pour me another shot, <laughs> Matt. Like, you 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 lightweight made a mistake by bringing your sister because then I had. Like, all the reason to get you super drunk. I know. <laughs> I know, dude. Oh, man. Dude. Uh, let, let the record show that Chris's sister is the homie, because... <laughs> Shout outs. We'll, also, we'll oh, call her friend of the show. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Friends of the show. Did Romel ever listen to our podcast on the, the plane? Or is it just because... Uh, I don't, I don't think so. Okay, yeah, because it's only on SoundCloud. And you can't. I hope not. Shit. Yeah, it's like I don't know how he how he would been able to because like it's only on SoundCloud and like I don't have licensing to like do hit make a download button <laughs> or like I could make it downloadable, but I don't have like all the rights because like I use music and shit. So that's, I I would rather not take up space on anyone's device. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. No, I. I would, so that way I, I know that someone's punishing themselves. <laughs> There's, like, someone out there. Oh, fuck, dude. That, that's, like, the ultimate, like, hey, uh, if you if you like this, you should download it. If you don't like it, send it to your enemies. Yeah, it's like, 
It's like my boss asked me what I like to do for fun. I'm like, don't say podcasting, don't say streaming. <laughs> like, uh, like. So like what? Did, what do you end up saying? I just play play video. I like playing video games. Like that's that's like a real thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't say I have a podcast. Don't say I have a Twitch stream. It's like <laughs> I have a Twitch podcast. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You do. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, man, I can't believe we put this shit out on in public for people to, like, actually, like, listen. Like, stumble upon on accident. Yeah, dude. It's such a wild thought that, like... I mean, I look at, like, the, uh... I look at, like, the, the like, the list... Who listened to... It's like, ah, oh, it's not, like, big numbers, so it's like... It's probably just me listening to it, just for, like, certain parts, mostly. <laughs> so, whatever. I mean, I mostly just listen to, like, you bumble through your intros. Yeah. And they're like, ah, Jordan. Yeah, dude. Those are like, hot. those are like what I look forward to the least in like doing the, doing this shit. It's like the, the intros and out. Those are really good. Like, I'm like really, I was like actually like happy with like how my, the out. Did you listen to the outro to the last one? Where I just say something stupid and I just like laugh about it for like <laughs> yeah. 10 seconds. <laughs> you don't like, do a second take. Nah, I, I do. I actually do for the intros at least. Just because, oh I'm, god, yeah, because there's like there's like parts I'm just like yeah yeah yeah, and then like I pause for a little, I'm like, nah, fuck, that sounds dumb, and then I just like stop it, and I just like redo it, and that's like I don't like try super hard, like I like usually do it like either super late at night or like super like when I like just wake up, <laughs> like so, so yeah, just feeling so like, the worst times to do it. Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> like that one, I'm I think I was like doing that while I was like. I was doing that at, like, midnight, because I was just like, I gotta get this episode out, and I was just like, I'll just do this real quick. So, I was just, yeah, worst possible time. Or the best, in, the best, you in know. a certain point of view. Yeah, you know. Which is all points of view. Yeah, it's cool. Chancellor Palpatine is evil. From my point of view, the Jedi are evil. <laughs> That's gonna come back later, just you wait. <laughs> so. So, let's talk about han solo oh uh, yeah oh dude Challenge so you know? i i chris sent this to me i saw it like the night before but chris sent it to me again and then it, it's do you remember like that connect star wars game oh, shit. Do I? and oh, then like one it had like a one mini game where it was like just dance but like the song was like i'm han solo i'm han solo <laughs> did you did you see that someone edited that into like the solo trailer <laughs> Oh, oh shit! So it is. It's amazing. Oh my god! That's and then amazing. I I saw the trailer play, and it was like the regular trailer. But I started giggling to myself because all I could think of was that edited one. Oh my god! <laughs> the more I look at the guy, he looks nothing like Harrison Ford. Oh yeah, definitely. Like <laughs> like, like I'm basically calling this the most expensive fan film ever made. Yeah. It basically is. Yeah. At least up until um, Spider-Man Rain gets made. Oh, yeah. Produced by us. The true Spider-Man film. Yeah, <laughs> one. That's the, the one the one reboot to take them all. <laughs> the the second most expensive is probably that new Venom movie coming out. Yeah. It's a very uh, avant-garde interpretation of uh, Venom. Dude, watch him not even have a suit. It's just like Tom Hardy, just Tom Hardying it up. It's just Tom Hardy with face paint. Yeah, it's just like it's just Tom Hardy dipped in tar. Yeah, it's just like not <laughs> even like trying, like not even evenly coated. Just like <laughs> like some of it is like all dry and crusty, and like some of it's just dry as fuck. Yeah. Oh man, I I want that movie to be good just because I want Which that one? for Tom Hardy. Yeah. Oh. 
But I don't know, man. Because Tom Hardy is the friggin' dad of this shit. He's just a menacing man. So good. That's, <laughs> that's some marketing, huh? If if you're to show, like, a superhero film without showing the superhero or... Like, if, <laughs> if we saw, like, a trailer for Black Panther, but he was never in the suit or mentioned that he was Black Panther... <laughs> it was just him doing normal shit. Like, going to the grocery store. <laughs> just, like, doing <laughs> diplomat stuff. <laughs> just, like... <laughs> Going to a museum. <laughs> just regular ass shit. Hey, you laugh, but going to a museum was literally the post credit scene for Winter Soldier. That's true. Shit. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, movie came out last last weekend. Which, which one? Uh, Full Metal Alchemist on Netflix. Dude, I, have, I, I put that on my key. <laughs> it looks like hot garbage. It probably is. Is that a is that a live action or is it a? Yeah, it's a live action movie. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I heard it was okay then. But you know what? Ever since Death Note leave uh, like left like the worst taste in my mouth, like it can't be as bad. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, like, what's up with Netflix and like not and just shitting all over Asians? Cause that, well, like, I mean, no, but but this is like it's actually, Japanese. Yeah, yeah, they they bought the rights to the Japanese film. I see, oh, but it's probably still oh. terrible. I thought it was like a remake type type of deal. Oh no, 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 no. Okay, it's a little I, better. I, guess. I still feel like the only really good live action like anime adaptation is like those Rurouni Kenshin movies from a couple years back. <laughs> okay, okay. So for Full Metal Alchemist, I, this might be a little controversial to say, but oh, I think I, I I would be I, I think I would be okay. For it to technically be whitewashed, since the characters are they're all European, European, yeah. yeah it's like a Attack on Titan type deal, where there's like technically only one Asian, Asian person. person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, I think that's fine. Okay. Yeah, it's like, but yeah, I was pretty mad about Death Note, though. <laughs> I was I super mad. I haven't seen it, but like, I don't plan on seeing it. <laughs> Just like how the live action, like uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It, like I'm like I'm like no no one's no one's hafu. <laughs> I mean by well isn't because Josuke the live action one is is diamond, isn't it? Yeah, but Josuke should be half like half. That's true. And same with Jotaro. Yes, because uh because uh his mom is also American. That's true. I don't know. I don't know eh, anymore. Whatever. <laughs> oh, none, none of these characters are real. Yeah. <laughs> They're real to me, goddammit. <laughs> That's so real to me, dude. <laughs> but a good movie came out last weekend. Hell yeah. Really good movie. Paddington 2. That came out three weeks ago. You know, apparently that's actually really good, and I like, don't know how to feel. My brother said he watched it twice. <laughs> cool. That's like bullshit. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, like have him show you the stubs. Yeah, he's like, like, yo, I, I watched. A lie. I was like, I watched like in theaters. Yeah, in theaters, dog. What? <laughs> oh, that's like tight. <laughs> this is good. Like, you know what? You, I kind of feel tempted to watch it. Now. Yeah, well, if it's like, I, I never saw the good. first one though. I saw the trailers for that. I was like, this looks dumb. You're not gonna, you're not gonna understand the lore then, man. <laughs> yeah, it's not like <laughs> this complex Paddington lore. <laughs> this Paddington cinematic, cinematic universe. universe. <laughs> this expanded <laughs> cinematic Paddington universe. Oh shit! <laughs> you gotta wait until the end of the credits, and it ties in with like Corduroy. Oh fuck! 
like Fozzie, Fozzie the bear from the Muppets comes in at the end of the credits, like you think you're the only bear in this universe, <laughs> dude. And then the bear, and then oh shit, and then the bears, the, the Berenstein bears. You know how the whole multiverse thing. Oh, dude, and then like Yogi Bear with an eye patch. No, 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 no. Like the 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 Berenstein Bears spelled two different ways. There's like two different versions of them. An alternate. Holy shit. Okay, you know what? Fuck Black Panther. I'm gonna go to the movies right now. Oh, dude, we gotta gotta watch Paddington. And then like um the team up movie introduces Wee Bear Bears. Oh God, the Care Bears, dude. (laughs) Oh no. That's how they defeat, like, Bernos. Oh, my God. <laughs> With the infinity honeys. <laughs> oh, my God. This is this is way... Okay, I think we stumbled upon something much better. Yes. Yeah, a... <laughs> Which is hard to believe because Black Panther was the best. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. Yeah. I was, yeah. Like, I was like, looking up... I was trying... I was looking up, like, other movies that, like, came out a couple weeks ago just to, like, continue the banter. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, Fifty Shades Freed? Hell yeah. Oh, God. Snap, son. Dude, I do not understand how those Fifty Shades movies keep getting made. (laughs) Who watches those things? You don't want to (laughs) know. Chris, do you watch those movies? Um, no. And and hypothetically, um, that theater gets pretty weird. You watch it in 3D with, like, the moving chair oh. and shit. Oh, like, well, what is it? Like, Cinemark has, like, the, the D-box yeah. seats, right? Yeah. And they, like, move they, like, with you. Move with that I-, I will neither confirm or deny. That's the only way I'll be watching Fifty Shades of Grey. I can neither confirm nor deny that they hand out scratch and sniff cards. Oh, no. And it, like, it's, like, a smell-o-vision thing where it... A certain yeah, like a symbol pops up, and then you have to scratch yeah, like a certain here's, like, here's, part of the card. Here's your chain and whip, dog. Like, you know how come like Fifty Shades didn't innovate the movie going experience by handing out chokers to the audience? <laughs> Choke yourself now! <laughs> Choke yourself now! <laughs> Whoa, like be safe cool. about it. Yeah, this is safe words and like <laughs> apparently like the Fifty Shades movies are actually really bad representations of BDSM. Oh yeah, I bet because <laughs> it's like way more abusive than like an actual BDSM relationship would be. Yeah, because there's like trust being built. So. <laughs> yeah, there's like a lot of trust and like safety involved. Yes, for some fun. reason though, no one, uh, no one, uh, like in the theater decided to tell the audience members that. It wasn't an interactive experience. <laughs> How would you interact with that? I don't. You don't want to know. <laughs> like, is it like um until dawn? <laughs> <laughs> this is a choose your own adventure. Oh, dude, oh, I, that would be like amazing oh, for movies to do that. Holy yeah, God. like everyone like votes on what to do. <laughs> oh, damn, dog. Oh, that's tight. Like, like if we were to bring Twitch plays Pokemon into the theaters. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. I feel like a lot of fights would happen. Oh, hell yeah. Well, well, um, wait, okay, Jordan, edit that part out, because I, I feel like so, like the audience is going to like trademark that shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Sentry is like... Oh, no one can know. That's wired in. That shit is ours. Yeah. Uh, and the first movie that should do that needs to be Paddington Rain. <laughs> Paddington <laughs> Rain. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we're the absolute worst oh my god we were so almost bad. there uh, we no. were almost there we like just, mentioned it yeah we mentioned and it then this times. happened and it's just like oh uh, yeah son this is the greatest podcast and no one listens to uh, <laughs>
You don't know that. Uh, that's true. I don't know if anyone was. I don't know. Allegedly. No, remember we, we established that Logan Paul was so the our Logan, biggest fan. Yeah, Logan, the Logang is our biggest fan. <laughs> it's just like we have the same and, fan base. It's evident. And, and incidentally, they're also big Paddington heads. Yeah, like, <laughs> fuck. I, I found out recently that the, the Logan brothers are actually, like, really good amateur wrestlers. Really? Yeah. That's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> Let's put them in a ring so they could get suplex. Yeah, I'll hit them with a light tube. Could you imagine fun. if those guys, like, grew up to be as big as Brock Lesnar? <laughs> You know, they're, they're pretty ripped dudes. Like, Yeah, yeah, they are. There was, like, one YouTuber that was, like, trying to, like, box Logan Paul or some shit. And I was, like, I was on board with the, his campaign to just, like, box this asshole. It's <laughs> just, like, but, like I knowing mean, that if, he's, like, competent in fighting, I don't know how I feel. I mean, if we're lucky, maybe he'll, like, old habits will die hard and he, like, leads with his head or whatever. Yeah, just, like... Or, like, his footwork doesn't exist. Yeah. Speaking of wrestling... There's a bit of wrestling in Black Panther, right? Oh, there is. Fun fact about uh, about this is how we segue into it. <laughs> but um, fun fact with the Low Gang. Yeah, with the Low Gang. We're siphoning off to, your fans. Shout out to Low Gang. Logan. Hashtag Low Gang. <laughs> <laughs> is is this when we sell out? Oh fuck, dude! This is our choice of sell out. Subscribe. Fucking subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. <laughs> Is, is that, that what they like, say? What? I don't know. That's what all YouTubers say. Like, you know what? You're probably right. What's up, guys? Welcome back to my channel. <laughs> that's, oh, that's how I'm... That's, that's, you know what? I'm going to intro this video like like a YouTuber. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. God, no. <laughs> but, uh, Did you guys see that, that video when Logan Paul came back? Oh, when, when he, like, tased the rat or some shit? What a fucking asshole. What? <laughs> like, he t- At the end of the video, t- he's like, I'm unbeatable. Oh, and I'm like... All right, we're we're done talking about this guy. <laughs> but you know who else is unbeatable? Oh. Black Panther because he has a vibranium suit. That's true. And like a fun fact, when Chris oh, apparently up, a rhino can kind of knock his shit out. Yeah. No, fuck that. <laughs> Only padding feet is that. Yeah. But um, fun fact because Chris brought up wrestling. One of the stuntmen from uh from Black Panther was Shad of Crime Time fame. Why do you know that? Because I saw it on Reddit that he was like doing a stunt work. It's on his Instagram. Oh god. He was like practicing the scene at the waterfall. He was the he was the stunt man for like the the ape dude, Mbaku. Oh, for for Mbaku? Yeah. Like That's awesome. So yeah, shout out to Shad. Shout out to Crime Time. <laughs> but uh yeah, Black Panther <laughs> was a good movie. It was. It was a really good movie. I liked it a lot. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, like, it was crazy, like, just, like, the development of, like, um, when it came out, like, how, like, the reaction and, like, the, to, like, all of the different characters in in that movie, like, how that, like, just developed over time. I thought that was, like, the it's, most for, for me, it, it's, like, everything I wanted out of Thor Ragnarok, but better. Because if you think about it, it's kind of the same thing. They're, the king dies. <laughs> and then you know the main character has to kind of handle you know the repercussions of that yeah and then they find out about a family member they didn't know existed and there's a little battle for the throne holy shit and then there's like <laughs> hidden like, there's like hidden dark history this involved. is like a better retcon of like thor ragnarok yes <laughs> even though like i know you guys like thor ragnarok but yeah, i'm just saying in true to well the i mean Black podcast. Panther is also a way better movie in general. Yeah, it's also a really good movie. So there's that. 
Oh, man. I still like my headcanon that it's... It's a, it's a Thor rock. Ragnarok secretly. <laughs> I mean, there are there are definite similarities, so you're not. <laughs> I one of my favorite things about Black Panther right now that has nothing to do with the movie directly mm-hmm. is that there's like people who get really defensive about it, the fact that it's like a predominantly black cast and like all that stuff. And then there's this one tweet that I saw where it was like, "Man, I bet you people would just get upset if there was like a a Scandinavian secret." like civilization with super advanced technology <laughs> and, and stuff. And then one of the persons like debunked that was like, that's, that's Thor. <laughs> they made three of them. Yeah. You're just talking about Thor. Yeah. I think you retweeted that. That's why I saw it. That's so, yeah. Uh, people are dumb. Dude. Fuck. <laughs> you know, who's not dumb though. Shuri from Black Panther. <laughs> She's the smartest person. Yeah. That, that is true. Yeah. I feel, that is true. Did you guys feel like, like T'Challa, like, T'Challa was, like, such a good character in uh, Civil War. And he was a good character here, too. But he was just so, like, overshadowed by, like, hell of, by like a bunch of people in his own movie. That is true. Like, I, yeah. But, <laughs> like, but, but sh- I, I, you know what? I feel like, you know, Black Panther... Like, like I feel like T'Challa has, like, more redeeming qualities as a hero than any of the other Marvel heroes had in the past. Because, you know, I feel like T'Challa always hesitates to like kill or to uh you know like he he's always willing to um show mercy to his opponents like you know like uh i i feel like a lot of the uh, other marvel heroes except maybe captain america it was just um they're, they're more willing to like like uh, yeah i'm gonna merc some fools you know yeah yeah and i also felt like um you know because they already they already introduced t'challa and everything they really wanted to focus on like building this like part of the universe and then like but like one thing that i feel like t'challa has over like the rest of the cast except for maybe michael b jordan is that he has the most growth for sure you know like and 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 i don't feel like it's all about like uh his growth isn't like determined by like finding a MacGuffin. you know yeah yeah there's no infinity stones (laughs) which is great yeah because i that because i feel like i mean i've only really watched like two of ryan coogler's like movies yeah. So Creed and Fruitvale Station. Um, I've never like seen him. any of his short films from like when he was still like in grad school or anything. But like he's really good at like very personable stories. Are those his only other two like act- like full movies? That's such a fucking wild. They, thing. they are. Yeah. God, what a fucking talented man. <laughs> God. Um, but yeah, like the fact that he didn't have to cram in like the Infinity War stuff makes it. I mean, by the way, full spoilers for Black Panther. If you're one of like the two people in the world who hasn't watched it yet, yeah, shit. <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah. Where was I going? Uh, you're talking about Googler. Right, yeah, because uh... Uh, yeah, I was going with um. One of my favorite things was that like, yeah, there's still like the the typical like I'm gonna fight you and then I I need to win type of thing. Mm-hmm. A big part of the conflict in the movie is very based on ideology. Oh hell yeah! Right. And I feel like that just makes everything much more powerful rather than I can blow up more stuff than you. Yeah, it's more of the ethics of, like, you have a responsibility of, of, you know, um, sharing your resources to the world or do you or or is your obligation more to uh, your people immediately, you know? Yeah, and it's, like, very rooted in real things. Like, another, like, I think when we talk about, I think, like, like the one of like the in Civil War where it was like that ideology of superheroes should be registered versus superheroes shouldn't be registered. That's not like an actual thing that exists. 
<laughs> like this one is like a, it's like super real in terms of like, oh, it's so it, it gets like it gets like soup, it gets like incredibly real where they, uh, this is the most advanced nation in the world, but it turned its back on all on African Americans. It's such a, it's so crazy. Like once they introduce that aspect of everything, I was just like, oh god, what movie am I watching? This is insanity. <laughs> Yeah, in, in defense of Civil War, though, a thing shouldn't have to be directly relatable to, to make sense. That's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was about to fight you, Jordan. <laughs> I was about to, yeah. Um, Civil War's a bad movie! <laughs> um, yeah, like, for, for me, I, I saw Wakanda similar to, like, the argument for, for Wakanda sharing its resources is sort of similar to people um, arguing if the u.s you know like 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 foreign affairs for the u.s too because mm-hmm. you know like in terms of resources that the u.s has you know like I, I feel like a lot of the same arguments are kind of posed upon um our own government too so so it's interesting to kind of see that like told as a parable through black panther you know for sure. yeah and i i thought it was very interesting because that like while um while wakanda is very much a like a different country and everything like um it, a lot of it really stems from the fact that there's like these different factions within like the world, you know, like, you know, Ryan Coogler is really good. I feel like at like setting everything up in the first act. And then like, you forget about it a little bit in the second act. Cause it's kind of irrelevant. Oh, yeah. And then it comes back in the third act. And you're like, Oh yeah, I know this. Um, but like one, one of the scenes that stuck out to me in the v- very beginning was when he's talking to uh Wakabe. Um, and then like Wakabe is like super xenophobic. Oh yeah, the dude. Where he's like, if you open the borders up to the refugees, they bring their problems with them, and then it becomes like the rest of the world. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the dude from Get Out, right? It is. Yeah. Yeah. This cast is stacked. This cast is great. So I didn't feel like I was in that movie. Just to clarify, so in in Civil War and also a little bit in Black Panther, the front that is that people believe to be Wakanda—that's only the refugees, right? No, from what I've like read about it, that's like a very the the dude from Get Out. He's like the uh, there's like different tribes. They established all the different tribes, right? No, no. I, yeah. I mean, I mean, what I'm like, what like what the world perceives Wakanda to be because they don't know like what goes like like the. You know, I don't know if that makes sense. Oh, I mean, from yeah, from like the a... UN scene because I I watched it again last night, um, so it's still hella fresh. But from the UN scene, basically, like the guys like. Oh, uh, with all due respect, uh, King T'Challa, what can a country of farmers, blah, 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 blah. So I guess that's their front, is that yeah. they're just... It's like a whole... Very farmer. Like a dude from... But, Get- but who are those people? Are those, like, the villagers, or are those refugees those, that Wakanda is taking Those in? are, like, Wakandan citizens that have, like... That's, like, there's, like, a... The, each different tribe takes up, like, a different aspect of, like, Wakandan, Wakandan culture. And then, like, they have, like, a duty to, like, Wakanda... This is what I've read from after uh, I watched it. So then the dude from Get Out, his tribe is basically responsible for like maintaining the front that of like Wakanda as like this harmless African nation. So like they're they're actual Wakandan citizens from like the actual tribe. And then like their whole their whole job is to like maintain the front that they're just like a regular old harmless village or harmless like harmless nation type deal. Yeah, I think the refugees he was talking about were like the group of like people clown. that like Nakia was with yeah, like um, at the beginning of the at the beginning of the film. Mm-hmm. So those hey. are probably the refugees he's talking about from like other parts of Africa. Oh, okay. Yeah, because like, Wakanda is um, a very specific like that 
city thing country yeah yeah like the one time they brought outsiders in it was like claw stole a bunch of your vibranium and went crazy with it <laughs> and like so so in the beginning of civil war that wasn't in wakanda or it wasn't wakanda that wasn't that wasn't no, that was in lagos oh lagos yeah okay but what about like okay what about age of ultron then age of ultron that was they were there was a uh, never there was just uh they were because the whole thing was there uh ultron was trying to take vibranium from claw because he was sitting on a whole bunch of it right? but was that in the front of like like the like wakanda's quote-unquote no that was just another part of africa yeah that was another part what the heck yeah because they, they mentioned wakanda in that movie yeah be- they, they said that um like all the metal is from wakanda oh okay yeah I'm I'm like a good dictionary right now because I like Holy went through shit. all the movies like very recently. Yeah. So okay. I, haven't seen, okay. I haven't seen Ultron in hell long. Yeah, so it's, it's good that I, yeah, that so I just I'm, did that because I'm we're going to like keep ourselves. a very big memory of Ultron. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, because if just to give context for that scene, it was like um like Bruce Bruce Banner is all like um yeah, something claw something something smuggling a thing like vibranium from Wakanda, Wakanda, and then that's when Tony and Steve look at each other and be like, "Fuck, I know what that means." And then, okay. Yeah. So, so when the Hulk was going on his rampage, he totally wasn't fucking up like Wakanda, right? Yeah, that was nowhere near Wakanda. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the only reason why Wakanda gets involved in civil war is because when they were in Lagos, um, there was like uh, Wakandan like representatives doing like outreach stuff. Oh, oh, that's right. It was like shit. a whole like UN diplomat thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> Ryan Coogler's lore still makes sense. We're cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Every everything checks. <laughs> no plot holes here. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Actually, a little bit of a plot hole. Uh, um. One thing that like I like I uh, that was brought to my attention was that like okay so the beginning of Black Panther is that like right after Civil War. It's like a week. <laughs> so is this already like when he brings Steve back and Bucky? I believe yeah. so, yeah. Okay, so the coronation ceremony wouldn't have happened around that time? Um, wait, wait, what are we talking about? I feel like there was like the preparation work, right, for the coronation ceremonies and stuff. And, yeah. and they, like a, okay, and then they still passed. also have to they still also have to bail out like um uh, his ex-girlfriend, right, from her like the movie starts a week after everything of Civil War is already done. Hmm. Okay. Well, everything checks out. Yeah, because <laughs> like because when when Michael B. Jordan comes through and is like, "I challenge for the throne," one of the advisors is like, "It'll take like two weeks to get all that sorted out." It's like, "No, nah, I'll go right now." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. All right. Need to watch it again. So yeah, it it it's cool because like it because I'm guessing I'm the only one who's watched it twice already. Yeah. Um, but but it's cool because like when you watch it the first time through, everything makes sense, mm-hmm. and then when you watch it the second time through, like everything really makes sense. Okay. But once you already have like that foresight, as all good movies should be, I feel like. Yeah. So good job for Ryan Coogler. He he understands storytelling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What I like about Black Panther <laughs> is that like I I was noticing that in in my theater there's a lot of like much older people that I'm like. Hmm. I don't think they're, like, big Marvel fans. There's not, like, a lot of teenagers or a lot of, like, young adults, right? So so I was worried, like, okay, maybe the lore would be too much for someone who hasn't seen 
previous movies to really understand this one, you know? But what I like about Black Panther is that, like, you just go into it, and it's a good standalone movie, and then they only cover, like, pretty much uh, T'Chaka's death, and that's it, you know? Like, like you don't see Captain America, you don't see any of the conflict that took place in Civil War, so it's pretty good. Yeah, Yeah, like, they give you enough context from what happens in Civil War, where it's just like, all right, uh, that's cool. (laughs) I guess the only thing is that, like, I feel like, you'll appreciate T'Challa a lot more if you do watch Civil War. Just because he's already had a lot of growth just, you know, in Civil War already. Yeah, for sure. It's, like, not required by any means, but I think you you definitely do get a little bit more of an appreciation for him, having seen that one. Yeah, for sure. Plus, you you get to experience that amazing the living are not yet through with you line. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. What a good character in Civil War. He was so cool. He's like, when it, what can you do as a as a warrior and as a king? What can you do to stop me? <laughs> I was like, oh shit, this guy's gonna fuck shit up. Yep. I wasn't super like familiar with Black Panther, and I think I like I mixed him up with like a a DC character that also dressed like a cat that like boxed people. You guys know what I'm talking about? No. Oh really? <laughs> There's like this DC character that like his whole thing is that like he knows how to box super good. <laughs> and I was like, there, like, wait, that guy? I was like, oh, wait, no. Black Panther is someone completely different. Oh, wait, no. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's like the black cat or something. I don't know. Something uh, you know, DC and, and Marvel tend to do this thing a lot where it's like they have like kind of – their characters are just different enough. Yeah. Like um, there's there's a DC character that is dressed like a spider, but it's like a villain. And I think he's called the Arachnid. Yeah, he's also super trash. Yeah. <laughs> I remember he was like in an episode of Young Justice or whatever, and he gets his ass kicked within like two seconds. But he's voiced by one of the characters who also previously voiced the this, this spectacular Spider-Man, which is kind of a cool cameo. Oh, for real? That's awesome. Yeah. Good job casting. So, uh, because the, the guy who worked on, on Young Justice worked on the spectacular Spider-Man. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's uh, pretty cool stuff. But yeah, so... Um, and also, like, Nova, the Nova Corps is pretty much just, like, the Green Lantern Corps. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's it's just kind of a, a, a back-and-forth thing that they like to do. Yeah, all they really did was rip each other off. <laughs> like, both equally, both sides equally. Yep. So it's like, they, they're both, they both do a good job at ripping each other off, so it's cool. No, no need to pick sides over that one. <laughs> but Black Panther's better. Yeah. <laughs> Damn right. Uh, yeah. One of um one of the things that I really liked about um about Black Panther specifically for me is because I'm a very big like action person. Um also one of the things that I didn't really like about it so much, but like the the ritual fights were amazing. Oh, dude, those those were my favorite fights of the whole shit. Yeah. yeah. Like those those things just felt really brutal and heavy and yeah. yeah when- Although there's one thing, he in that first fight with Umdaku mm-hmm. or Baku, he totally gets like stabbed in the chest, and then after he wins, it's like he forgets that he has a hole in his chest. Oh yeah, that's right. You got it. Don't they have like something to heal that shit though? Yeah, but I they didn't do it yet in that scene. Yeah, he was bleeding all. He was bleeding for a good like. <laughs> like immediately after he wins, like Zuri hugs him and yeah. like totally hugs over his hole in the chest. <laughs> and, and then when he does like the Wakanda salute, he totally like pounds his fist on the on his on wound. wound. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh, come on, guys. But that's, like, such a nitpick when you yeah. really get down to it. Yeah. I just thought it was funny. 
Just enjoy the movie, Jericho. God, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, dude, those fights were, were the best. Those are my favorite fights. In the Conversely, I kind of didn't like too much the final fight with Killmonger and Black Panther because the oh, CG yeah. looked not oh, great. Yeah, the CG like was not good in that scene for sure. Fuck. Yeah, that was like... It was rough. <laughs> really unpolished. <laughs> it was a rough one. They're like, we ain't, we're throwing too much money in Infinity War. <laughs> like, yeah. like... And, and it didn't help that like the choreography of it all wasn't very good either. Yeah, it was just yeah, it was weird. They kind of just like jumped at each other all the time, and yeah, I was like, what's weird is that like a lot of older superhero movies did that shit where they're like where both villain and hero are falling and they're being like if you think of Spider Man three or Fantastic Four. Oh yeah, like, yeah. There's a lot of scenes where that shit happens, and I was like, oh okay, I guess we're doing this thing again. Yeah, we're doing the the tackle off high point into, and then we're gonna fight our on the way down type deal. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, there goes Chris. Oh, sorry, Chris. Oh, yeah. Mid-conversation. Oh, oh, God. I, since I'm already talking about that, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna wait till Chris comes back, but there's something that I read on the discussion, like, the, the, the main discussion on Reddit for Black Panther in, um, our movies that I, I loved because I was reading it when I was on the plane. All right, Chris. Yes. So when Black Panther first came out, like one of the first things I always do is go to like the the Reddit discussions on it. And yeah. one of my favorite comments on or comments on it is uh so we're gonna talk about how the climax directly mirrored the climax of the Phantom Menace in all three storylines. <laughs> Wait, okay, hold on. Repeat that again. Blow my mind again. So we're gonna talk about how the climax of Black Panther directly mirrored the climax of the Phantom Menace in all three storylines. And then to elaborate on this, it's like, um, the fish-out-of-water pilot saves the day in aerial combat, large-scale battle for the faith of the nation upon rolling grassy fields, and a duel between similarly-powered, ideologically-split warriors caught between the timed force field. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this is a much better Thor Ragnarok Phantom Menace. Oh, shit. Yo, just... Ryan Coogler just, like, He's remade like... all of these movies oh, without shit. us knowing. He, re- he, like, totally, like, shat on all these, like, predominantly white casts. Oh, that's the <laughs> most gangster shit, dude. <laughs> like, oh, shit. That's amazing. I, I, lo- I love that comment when I first saw it, because I was like, holy shit. I'm, I can dig it. Oh, man. Oh, God. <laughs> I was, like, really hoping that neither of you guys saw this comment. I might have seen, no. I might have just, like, seen it and, like, totally forgot. Because I really wanted to bring it up on this today. <laughs> Yeah. I have not I have not seen it, but I have experienced it. Yep. So now the next time you watch it, you're just going to be thinking of The Phantom Menace. No, I'll be thinking about you, Jericho. Oh, oh I think about you a lot, too. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> you're a good friend, Chris. Whoa. You too, Jordan. Hi, Jordan. <laughs> <Huh>. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, um... Did you did you guys have like a did you guys theater pop when like the 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 beginning started at just yes. in Oakland? And we can't say why. Yeah. <laughs> for for some strange reason. Except Michael B. Jordan never said the word hella. Yeah. Minus not, a star. Not real. <laughs> Minus a star. Why would he say that, man? He's not from Portland. Oh. <laughs> Wait, is that a Portland? I don't know. Apparently, yeah. Apparently it is. They can't just claim that. Well, it's okay because they're they're boring. They're they, yeah. We have we have music. Hipsters. We have music and art. 
But it's like, um, yeah, there was like a, I don't think, because like I went in the morning when it was like matinee, I was matinee boys, so it was like me and homeboy, friend of the show, Kevin. I like saying friend of the show. But it's like, like we were the only ones that reacted like, yo, this is about, to, this is fucking tight. Shout out to Ryan Coogler just bringing, bringing all sorts of Bay Area stuff into the fold. You know, happy for some strange- see, I, that's what I thought too at first. Like when you said when it first showed up as Oakland, I thought, ah, there's Ryan Coogler being Ryan Coogler. But yeah. then the more I thought about it, when like, um, was it Jabu Jobu? Yeah, Jobu or Nja? Yeah, Jobu. Okay, yeah. When when Zuri was talking about how like he got super radicalized while he was in America, yeah. I was like, oh fuck. Yeah, literally in Oakland because of the Black Panthers. Yeah, it was like, oh, while you were in a costume being the Black Panther, I was also learning. I was also with the Black Panthers. Yeah, and like I thought that was super smart because oh, like uh, we got Persona Five basically, yeah. where we thought it was one way because of something else, but then it turns out, oh fuck, it fits the story. Yeah. Thought it was just a pandering, pandering to this, this one section of the United States, but it turned yeah. out for deliberate. Shit. Yeah, and like I, fuck. Shit. <laughs> I feel like if you were just to go through, if you were to take out all the weird CGI stuff, I feel like in terms of like the storytelling, this is definitely like a masterclass, <laughs> like interweaving like different, different like real life things into this like super strange fictional world. Yeah, dude. Fuck. Once it was like, I think. Because of how it played out, it was just like, in the beginning where Black Panther comes into this place and confronts somebody that betrayed the throne. Pretty typical, like, royalty story. And then it goes into, and then, like, halfway through when uh, Killmonger arrives, and he's just like, tell him, like, do you know why? And then he tells the whole story, and then he just talks about... In this country, they're killing the community leaders and pumping drugs into the streets... It's like, and we're doing nothing to help them. I was just like, with I was with the homie Kevin. I was just like, what the fuck am I watching right now? This is insane. And I was just like, oh shit, Killmonger is make the villain is making points. <laughs> this is, that's the most dangerous villain. Is the one that was created by the hero unintentionally, but also he has a lot of really good points. <laughs> yeah, and that's one of the things that. Um... Because it's pretty much universal that, like, Killmonger is probably one of the best parts of this movie. Yeah. And then just going back to the fact that we're talking about ideologies, it's like, he has the point. He has a point. Yeah. Like, he's totally, like, not wrong in why he's upset. Yeah, I'm like, oh, shit. You know? and, that, and that's another thing why I compare, like, Black Panther to, Thor, like, a much better improved version of, of the Thor lore, mm-hmm. where it's, like, like you feel more compelled for you know um uh my, for Killmonger's reasons to kind of like overthrow the uh character that you know in everyone else's eyes in Wakanda deserves the throne but at the same time you know it's kind of unjustified based on the sins of T'Chaka you know yeah yeah and then i think one of the things that makes his whole thing even more compelling is that like by the end of it T'Challa is totally like fuck, you're kind of right. It's just like, oh shit, you got a point. We kind of fucked up a lot. So like, I still, I'm still not going to let you like murder hella people, but like, it's like, you're right. It's like, shit, my dad killed your dad. <laughs> and then, yeah, I think like, um, dude, Killmonger was such a fucking great character. <laughs> use, yeah, I think like, um, I, it's hard for me to like paint him as necessarily like this, like, 
revolutionary progressive character because he did take part in like wars to destabilize nations and also like killed a bunch of people to get to his his grand master plan the whole scheme of things was to kill a shit ton of people <laughs> so that they could like but so it's like hard for me to like paint him in that aspect but like he was like a he was making some points and he was uh just like he was such a badass character in when uh, he just like walked right into Wakanda and he's just like I want the throne. <laughs> I was just like, all right, we're doing this now. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's it's really because you know it's one of those things where um you know a good villain doesn't think he's the villain, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And when you really break it down, like Homeboy is fucking Batman. Yeah, 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 for sure. I, you know, like his whole story arc is legit like one of the typical revenge superhero things ever. Yeah. The only difference is his end goal is like genocide and stuff. But... His end goal is vibranium, vibranium warfare. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he was like, I feel like Jericho, you might like this, but like I, he felt a lot like a big boss in a lot of ways. Where, oh, uh, God damn it! Yeah, son, Melgar Solid. But uh, it's like you know, betrayed by a nation, and then you fuck up a bunch of people with badass combat skills. <laughs> like... Because you haven't played through enough Phantom Pain, so I can't say much about Phantom Pain. I mean, but I also just have a good understanding of the whole series. So. Yeah, just like, just like that. Just like he was, he was like Big Boss, but he was more closer to Big Boss than, to me than anything. And I thought that was great. Yeah, mean? and like I, I really liked how um, within the story everything was framed where, like, in many cases, both of them are wrong. Yeah, you know, like all parties involved are super fucking up too. You know, like yeah. it's never, it's never like this super direct right versus wrong type things. I mean, there's gonna be parts where you're just like, yeah, no, that's definitely wrong. Yeah, it's like the parts where Killmonger says we should help people, we should help oppressed people stand up for themselves. Super good. The parts where he said let's arm them with vibranium weapons and then conquer destabilized countries. Not so cool. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like anything that involves murder. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just anything that involves the establishment of like a bigger empire. Not probably not as cool. And then like T'Challa, where it was just like I'm gonna share knowledge about vibranium, vibranium and science. That's a cool thing. Was it's like also there's like that flip side. It could also land in the wrong hands. Who knows? I think this is also. I think also that part of the plot. Is just a bigger setup for like we need to stand a chance against Thanos before he fucks us all up. So we all need some vibranium to like stand a chance. <laughs> That's all yeah, I but I like how the end game of like the whole thing is like yeah, humanitarian work, good. Yeah, let's do more of that. Yeah. World, <laughs> let's not be shitbags to each other because Thanos is coming soon. Because <laughs> we're gonna have to get our shit together because Thanos is a thing. <laughs> So what I'm surprised about for this movie is that for a Phase 3 Marvel movie, it doesn't try to shake up the status quo by, you know, like, pulling a surprise, you know? Like with Thor Ragnarok. (laughs) Yeah, like with with Thor, it destroyed Asgard with... uh, Asgard. Uh, Asgard. Did I say it with a list? No. Uh, For a second, I thought I said it with with a list. No, 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 you're fine. With uh, Civil War, like, it... Ass world. uh, Yeah. With Civil War, it tore apart the Avengers, uh... The homecoming kind of like showed that Aunt May knows Peter's secret, I guess. Yeah. And and with like Black Panther, it doesn't really like do anything to necessarily like like catch the audience off guard, you know? 
Yeah. Uh, because like like it, it's more uh, more or less like establishing its lore rather than trying to like flip it on its head, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think it would be hard for Black Panther. It would be like the equivalent going back to like the Thor like the Thor metaphor. It would be kind of like if <laughs> But it's like it'd it'd be kinda hard for like to do like a war to have like Thor one end with like with like Asgard getting blown up. <laughs> and like like but uh yeah, I see it. yeah, yeah, for sure. They did that thing where they killed all the flowers, that sucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a sh- that was a shitty thing to do. They'll they'll figure it out. Yeah. There yeah, there will yeah. never not be a possibility for dumb comic book bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, one of the theories I, I saw was that it's like that, like flower garden was sitting on top of like the purple stone. So, you know, who knows? Probably purple stone's probably there. No, <laughs> I th- like like the infinity stone. Yeah, that's like one of like the fan theories that I I heard. Was uh, like... Well, the purple one is the one in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, never mind. So it's probably the orange one. That's okay. why the soil was orange. Ah, cool. You know the colors of the the stones better than I do. Like my my suspicion is that the stone is inside the vibranium mine. Oh, so they had to dig it out. <laughs> because yeah. that, like in in, in the trailer, it kind of shows like Thanos' army infiltrating Wakanda, and I'm pretty sure it's in mine. That's okay. Yeah. That makes sense. But it's definitely in Wakanda. Yeah, because it's Wakanda whichever is. one. It, yeah, because the vibranium came from like a special meteorite, right? You know, so yeah, yeah. yeah. It it probably it was probably in that meteorite. Holy shit, how big is that meteorite for them to keep mining it? <laughs> I mean, like, Colossus, it's a mountain. Yeah, it's like Holy a... Holy crap. They're like, I only... They've been mining... The, I think Shouldn't what he said... Shouldn't that be, like, a giant crater instead of, like, like a mountainous region? Yeah, that's like... Because, like, when they said, like, oh, Wakanda was founded on, like, a meteor that, like, landed on Earth, I was expecting, like, not that much, like, vibranium... But they, like, established that there is a shit ton of vibranium. <laughs> that that should kinda... be, like, a devastating crater, you know? Yeah, it's, that's a... I mean, in in defense of that, it, doesn't vibranium just, like, not really... It wouldn't exert that much force on the outside of it, right? Oh, that's true. Because it'll sure. just absorb all that shit because dumb comic science. Oh, that's right, because vibranium... So I guess... to all the people that Captain America could shield at. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that shit'll still hella hurt. But, like, it won't be causing, like, earthquakes or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what? Th- this element isn't even real. I don't even give a shit. <laughs> you know, one of the things that, like, kind of bothered me about Cap Shield is that sometimes, like, it would just bounce off and come back or whatever, right? Mm. But there were a couple of times, like, in Winter Soldier or Civil War where it would get stuck into the wall. And I was like, so does that mean that he throws it even harder than usual? <laughs> Wouldn't that That's true. someone if it hit them? Yeah. Like... <laughs> Isn't Cap Shield, uh, it was like a vibranium and steel mixture, right? Because they didn't have a lot of vibranium? Was that how they did No, just... I thought it was just pure vibranium. I thought it was vibranium and, like, other metals melted into it. No. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure it's, like, straight vibranium. Okay. I know in the comics it's, like, a vibranium-adamantium mix. I, I think Howard Stark says that that's the only amount that they had. Okay. So, they just, yeah. Which is weird, because Howard Stark was just, like willing to pass up on that shield for another dumb shield, you know? <laughs> he, he was like, oh yeah, you don't want you don't want that shield. That's just a vibranium prototype. Yeah. But I'm like... It's super light and it's super cool to use. But, uh, but according to, you know, Black Panther lore, it's like the most precious metal on Earth. And in in their defense, they probably didn't think they would get that far. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, like, I, I feel like when they were writing this back in like 2012... 
or 2011 or whatever. I don't think that they thought they were going to get to Black Panther anytime soon. Yeah, they didn't think like the, the Marvel. They didn't think they ahead. Aha. Uh-huh. They didn't think Marvel's going to make uh-huh, a shit Kevin ton. Feige. Yeah, which which sucks because that uh, it retroactively kind of makes some lines or scenes in like the older movies kind of worse retroactively. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I I I solved your puzzle, Kevin Feige. Ah. But yeah. So, looking forward to more Black Panther movies, like, I kind of wish that Killmonger kind of stayed around as a better Loki-type, you know, character, like, foiled to T'Challa. Yeah, just, like, he's just there to just fuck... He would have been good in, like, like, the war to against Thanos to, like, fuck shit up. As, like, a, as like a wild card, you know? But, <laughs> or, but you know, like, in, in the sense where it's, like, I don't think any other villain can, like, top the way that Killmonger kind of came into play, you know? Yeah. Is Black Panther 2 going to be a thing? Or is that... Yeah, there's no universe in which it doesn't become a thing. Okay. With how much <laughs> money it made, like... <laughs> even if Marvel didn't originally want to, yeah. it's happening now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. They're like, printing okay. money with this. Yeah. But it's like, um... Like, what I... Like, who... I was, like, thinking, like, who would be good... It would be good to uh, for like a Black Panther two if they want to do that. And like the first person I thought of, and this sucks because it's going to continue the trend of like T'Challa being overshadowed by his own movies. Because like the first person that came to my mind is the king of overshadowing main characters and shit was Marshall Ali. <laughs> it was like that's like the only way. That's in my mind at least. If they keep if they keep everything on board, like. I think if Black Panther 2 and Mahershala Ali as the main villain to overshadow T'Challa again, <laughs> just keep getting overshadowed by cooler, cooler characters. I, think I mean, there's cool. nothing wrong with that because it's like he's still going to be, he's still going to win. <laughs> Holy shit. Michael B. Jordan and Sylvester Stallone are in the same universe now. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird. Oh, yeah. Speaking of I weird mean, Marvel. pretty much everyone in Creed is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe now. Yeah, which is... Some and weird. same with all... Tessa Thompson's in Thor. Yeah, because... With... Same with, like, all, all the Human Torches, too. Yeah, which throws an extra wrench into, like, speaking of Marvel weird shit, in Captain America Winter Soldier, one of the things that uh, Captain America was, like, on his little list... Of like things to catch up on society on was Rocky was the Rocky series. Oh my god! So the timelines are fucked, dude. So there's okay. a universe. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, dude. Everything's I mean, fucked. Because so, <laughs> then there's the question of when you watch movies with Samuel L. Jackson in it. Does he? Does Nick Fury look like Samuel L. Jackson, or does Samuel L. Jackson look like Nick Fury? Yeah, guys, I get that a lot. That's <laughs> true. Okay. It's like, okay, so see, um. Another, you know, popular uh, Black Panther trivia that I think people are kind of curious about with, like, f- the Fox acquisition is, like, whether or not Storm would, would be involved in a f- movie. Hmm. Because she does end up becoming Queen of Wakanda in the comic, like, huh. by, by marrying T'Challa, you know? Oh, shit. And so it, it, it kind of complicates it, too, because people were also uh, asking, you know, the cast, like, if they would want, you know, Storm to be involved in a future movie. But, you know, with uh, Lupita Nyong'o's character, she was saying, you know, like, oh, no, that's my king. But I think it'd be kind of interesting to have two characters, like, have, like, Storm introduced in a future film. And then, you know, T'Challa ultimately has to go through an arc where he doesn't know oh, who boy. he who, who he feels for. But Yeah. I mean, if, if anything, 
it, it's a. I feel like it'll be an easier decision that uh, Nakia is originally a villain. Yeah, pretty much I most mean, of the supporting cast actually was originally a villain, except for ironically enough, fucking Wakabe. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. really switched everything up in this one. Dude, Mbaku is such a wild like character in the comics, just because it's just like the idea of just like this African dude that just acts like a gorilla and <laughs> just like does gorilla stuff in the comics, and then they like put him in this movie. That's so wild. And Coogler made it work. And Coogler made it fucking work, because he's the man. And he's coming back in Infinity War, too. Hell yeah. Probably gonna die, but whatever. <laughs> nah, they're, they're not gonna kill him off in that movie. There's no way. I, I, I think, you know, if Storm was to be involved and she was to be queen, I think it also... Like, the idea of having a mutant become a queen of, you know, predominantly human people, like, that kind of, like, is... A big deal for the Marvel Universe, you know? Yeah. yeah. And even just, like, within the context of, like... Because you know how mutants are super oppressed and stuff in, in universe and stuff? Right. Even and just, like, the gesture of giving an oppressed person, like, this much power, power yeah. be, like, a really cool thing, too. Like, just a metaphor for, you know, in general yeah. for storytelling. And, you know, like, the their marriage ultimately gets shaken up during Avengers versus X-Men. So I think, you know, if they ever do decide to adapt that that storyline in a future film then like i like i think that dynamic would also be worth exploring if you're to kind of progress to chala's arc from here you know yeah hello hello yeah hey. actually you guys no. are like hella quiet i was like no but we're super in into what you were saying oh oh, oh okay oh shit okay yeah. <laughs> because you know like like i mean like I don't know how many more films Chadwick Boseman has signed on for, but I'm pretty sure it's the standard like <laughs> five, right? Probably, yeah, yeah. So and he's so that means he's already done with like three, technically four, since there's Avengers four and stuff. Holy shit! Oh, maybe God. he's maybe he's on for like maybe six. six. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I would I would imagine like maybe like three Black Panther movies and then like three Avengers movies, or maybe like an Avengers movie and then a cameo somewhere you know yeah yeah or like a supporting role in in something else maybe. yeah <laughs> yeah that's crazy yeah dude. more i'll watch more black panther movies fuck it yeah I'm, I'm really interested on where you know outside of the avengers where black panther goes from here yeah because i i think it it, it ran out the gates so like um so strong and so confidently like it's just it's you know, it, it, it's hard for it to, uh, to kind of top itself from here, you know? Right. And, you know, w- just knowing Ryan Coogler, like, he's going to want to talk about other stuff. So now I'm kind of curious on what he's going to want to focus, you know, the sequels on if as, like, his underlying themes and everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also, man. you know, just, like, a, a, a random side note, like, um, just kind of like how Creed was, where there was that one scene where it was just, all action done in in what, what what looked like it was one take. My favorite scene in Black Panther was like the casino scene where it just looks mm-hmm. like the camera's just tr- like uh, following the action all over the place in just like seemingly uh, seemingly like one take. I don't know that that, that kind of shit's like always like pretty oh, dope. To oh, see. the one take fight. Yeah, yeah, where it just like it travels like from the bottom floor of the casino all the way to the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, the casino was really cool for me personally just because it's like he he does that multiple times. Right. You know, like instead of like doing like a long one minute one or whatever, he does like five like 20 second ones or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, holy shit, Ryan Google is literally just like, oh, you thought that was cool. Hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Google. I think the only 
part that like kind of um, rubbed me the the like kind of not not the wrong way, but like kind of a, a weird way was I felt like the humor wasn't as strong as like far as like other Marvel movies go, but which is okay because like I feel like like Marvel kind of suffers from the problem of sacri- sacrificing its dramatic moments with humor, but oh, yeah. I feel like some of the the humor kind of was pandering to teenagers. What are those? Right, or, or it's like <laughs> the the SoundCloud. Uh, the, I, I actually really appreciated the what are those reference just yeah. because it's like you know having having grown up a little bit like in the province too it's like you know you know Wakanda is like super advanced in technology and stuff but like all all intents they're, and purposes they're, they're like third game. world their meme game is like not yeah so but those are vibranium for all we know that could be like vibranium slippers you know yeah I think it's like it was, all their clothing dude that joke was so awesome because it led to like the awesome sneaker pun. It was just like they like yeah, sucker. Okay. There was like a sucker in with like the shitty like shitty meme from 2014, and then like it leads into like what do you call them? Sneakers. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Them. I'm just like shit. They got me there. That was hilarious. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. Like, like. Uh, <laughs> I guess uh, Chris put his sneakers on, oh, and man. he snuck out of this podcast. I was kind of. I was kind of. They didn't really get like a lot of a lot of like nothing really built off of that besides like that pun, huh? With this, yeah, he this, he never snuck around he never ever snuck again. Around because yeah, because was like this whole thing with like this is a stealth mission. I have to be stealthy, but also I have a giant cat suit and I'm a superhuman. <laughs> like can't really be that stealthy. Yeah, I mean like because after that nothing ever took place at night anymore. That's true. Yeah, yeah. He's he, there's no there was like I like his reasoning with like let's go with this one. It's more stealthy. But it stealthily turns into like a like a nanotech suit of a giant cat. So it's like you can't really. How stealthy can you really be, T'Challa? With this, I mean, fucking like Batman. Then like, That's true. well, what else is there? I mean, in, in his defense, at least it's all black. Yeah. And so there's that. Bombs and- I actually really liked how um, T'Challa, like being the tasteful king or whatever that he is, picks the one that's a lot less flashy. And of course, because that's the only one left, it goes to like Killmonger. But like yeah. the fact that like he's straight up, I want the throne, want and so he throne. ends up with the flashier looking like necklace yeah. and golden ass suit. Yeah, just... I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah, yeah. and also you know like like uh, I guess what, what one of the jokes that I did like was like justifying like why T'Challa needed a new suit was because of the fact like oh you know like I'm getting shot at, so let me go put on my helmet real quick. That 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 line was like, oh yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah you need something that more quick on the fly. Yeah, and I feel like for within the context of Avengers too, they probably needed something to ease the audience into Tony Stark's bullshit ass like bleeding edge shit. Yeah. Or or even like the the spider uh, the spider armor is kind of like that too in the comics where Peter just like um, like you know is able to willfully like summon the suit you know. I don't remember. Was his was his iron suit like was that bleeding edge too or No, it was just more of like um it had like camouflage like um like tech on it so it could make itself look like any suit, you know. Right. Yeah. And it, and it could also disguise himself uh, as his regular clothes, you know. Yeah. So so uh Peter can just keep the suit on without having to change on the fly. So Cool. Yeah. I th- I think I, I think I remember that. But yeah, bleeding edge is so cool. But it's yeah. su- it's such dumb comic book bullshit. <laughs> like my, the suit is in his bloodstream, and then he could just will it out into the world. I was like, "What? <laughs> Are you not dead? I don't know. <laughs> Are you... 
I don't know if you guys watched Black Mirror, but the girl who plays Shuri is an is in an episode of Black Mirror where she's basically also like a tech genius too. It's uh, probably where they found her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I mean, like, I, I was pretty happy when when I saw that she was part of the cast. I was like, oh, this is so badass. That's awesome. Yeah. Tight. But and yeah. like everyone in the cast is so fucking good. Like you can't like like point out one actor that wasn't really good in the movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. the, like, like the guy who played Injobu, or like you know, like um, Killmonger's dad. Yeah. He's from like, uh, like This Is Us, and he's like uh, Emmy Award winning too. Holy shit, he's <laughs> so fucking good, dude. Uh, and his and his scene with Baby Michael was so. So is he just like hardwired to just make you sad whenever he's on screen? <laughs> yeah, dude. Holy shit, man. <laughs> and and he's in another movie with uh, Chadwick Boseman too, where uh, Chadwick Boseman plays like um, Thurgood Marshall. Uh, <laughs> and then he also makes you fucking cry in that movie too. Holy shit! Shit! shit. Yeah. yeah, I think he's just hardwired to make everyone cry. Yeah, dude. God, Chadwick Boseman is like quickly turning into like that guy for like everything because he was like Jackie Robinson and like James Brown, right? <laughs> so yeah. He, like, yeah, that's he a was. pretty. That's a pretty crazy fucking film resume. And Thurgood Marshall. And Thurgood Marshall. I I recently watched um, I Am Not Your Negro. And then um, it's an amazing documentary. Super powerful if you you haven't watched it already. Um, But, like, I I came off of this right after watching, like, Black Panther again for the second time. Yeah. And then there were parts of it where, like, James Baldwin would be talking. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, like, just, like, almost instinctively, it's like, you know, if they made a biopic on James Baldwin... Chadwick Boseman would probably be it because he has a very similar like voice pitch to like his his James Brown impersonation that he did, and you know like I feel like the facial structure is there too. Hey, so like, you're probably so that movie is probably like in the works right now. Now that I said it knowing, into existence, knowing our knowing our track record, probably is. <laughs> oh man, God. Okay, so. I've been trying to avoid this because then the rest of the podcast is just going to be this, but Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about Michael B. Jordan. Let's not stop talking about Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. I, I'm going to wait until Chris gets back in here, yeah. but you know, kind of like how we were talking about earlier about how he's a villain that has points. It's almost like scary how like, you can relate to him in like so many different ways because there's one line in particular that hella got me personally. And it's the scene where he's in the ancestral pl- or like his ancestral plane in the Oakland apartment with his dad. Yeah. And then um, his dad is all like, you know, I should have taken you back a long time ago, but you know, they'll probably still think that you're lost and all that. Mm-hmm. And then Michael B. Jordan's rebuttal to that is what if it's your country that's lost and that's why they can't find you. No, no. And as like, um, as like as a person of color in America, you know, who you also have that kind of dissonance with like your home culture and all that stuff. And there's always going to be like differences in how you and like maybe your parents or, you know, other parts of your family might see things. It's like that just really hit me. <laughs> or or I, I also like that scene, too, in particular, because it's like uh, Killmonger has always been an outsider to his like, um, you know, ancestral like heritage. And in, 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 on, on this plane, he's still an outsider to that, you know? Yeah, for sure. Like, like, yeah. he, like he can still never, even though he's Wakandan by blood, he, he can never really claim, you know, or, or, or fully connect to that culture because he never, like, got to experience that, you know? Mm-hmm. And there was actually one thing that I didn't notice until my second time watching it. 
But in the scene where uh, T'Challa comes back, right? And he's like, hey, I haven't yielded and, you know, I'm not dead. So the challenge still has to go on. Yeah. Um, he he calls him Jadaka. Oh, shit. Oh. So, like, it's super subtle. But, like, you know, just by calling him that, it's like he he's acknowledging that he's Wakandan and, like, his cousin. Yeah. And I thought actually, that, like, as a character moment, that's actually really cool. You know, that's, that's, that's actually, yeah, that's actually, I didn't notice that either. So that's cool that you brought that up. Yeah. I, I just noticed it last night and I was like, yo. <laughs> yeah. And that's true. And, and another reason why I like T'Challa too is because he accepts that like, yeah, like we fucked up, you know? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And, 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 and instead of like, you know, like, um, saying that, no, it's instead of like rejecting that it wasn't his fault or, or anything, it's like. Oh fuck! How am I supposed to correct this? You know. Yeah, definitely. Oh man. Because when he confronts his dad again, in in in, in uh, when he uh, uh, takes in the heart shaped herb, you know, mm-hmm. it's like um ca- kind of a very like you know um emotional moment where it's like okay, uh everything is kind of more complicated now because of what my dad did, and now I have to kind of reconcile with that. Yeah. Which is kind of like why you know the payoff where he offers to. Kill um Killmonger at the end is kind of like his way of kind of uh, like you know like trying to uh you know like uh salvage what what's left you know. Oh hell yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I I saw this on the Reddit today, and I really wish I was the one who 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 noticed this like just like naturally as I watched it. But um in that scene where T'Challa goes into Sherry's lab and stuff, talking about like the beads, and he's like, oh, we don't need to improve them; they work just fine. And then Shuri goes, like, just because something works doesn't mean it can't be improved. And it was like, that's an underlying theme in the whole movie. God and, like, they just snuck it in there. <laughs> shit, shit. What's fucking Ryan Coogler, man? Fuck you, Ryan Coogler, you fucking genius. Uh... But, yeah, I just, I really like all of that because I feel like just in society, it, there's this really big problem of just, like, romanticizing history. Mm, right. Definitely. And, like, the fact that T'Challa, as a monarch, makes the conscious decision to be like, no, I have to, f- like, I respect my father and stuff as- and all that, but I also need to right the mistakes that, like, my ancestors and, like, my predecessors have made. Yeah. And I just thought that was a very powerful gesture. Yeah, because, like, as king, you know, that that's, you know, his responsibility to take, uh, you, you know, like, he has to forge his own path as, as king, too, you know? Yeah, like, it's a... Uh... Yeah, it's I, yeah. Just going back to how I think, like relate, like uh, the moment when Njobu was like in the flashback scene where they were just talking about the community leaders are being killed and drugs are being pumped into the streets and we're doing nothing about it. And we're just like, oh, this is a fuck. This movie just got real. I was like, oh no, I don't know who to. Fit. I was like, oh no, I don't know who to side with. This is crazy. <laughs> Or, or then, even the uh, line when, when Killmonger rejects to be healed, he's like... Oh, the best line in the whole fucking movie? God damn it. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Chris is gone. Oh, yeah, Chris. Yeah. Damn it. Chris but, pulled the uh, sword out. Yeah, he pulled the sword out. <laughs> Very Chris. Oh, no. Did not want to be healed from this Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Yeah, just like he was just fucking Michael B. Jordan was so fucking cool in that movie. But, uh, Hello. Yeah. Hey. The fucking line... <laughs> The best line in the fucking movie where bury me in the ocean, like my ancestors that jumped from the ships because they too knew that that death was better than bondage. Oh god! Yeah, that's a yeah. Line. No, 
that was my favorite line too, except for the guy sitting next to me who's like this total white guy, but he was just like, Yeah, man, I totally relate to that. Did did you mean to do it in that voice? When he said that, he said it so seriously, I looked dead ass at him. I was like, in my head, I'm thinking, you know what the fuck he's talking about, right? <laughs> and then, okay, and then I waited for the house lights to fucking come on after the credits to, see, to get a good look at this asshole, right? Because when we were waiting for the post credit scene, he was telling his friends, he was like, yo, I forgot the line, but it's about the bondage line. I hella relate to it, man. And I looked at him even harder. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me <laughs> dude I, just I, I like i was with my co-worker too when we watched this movie but i was like sorry let me go i'll be right back so i followed him out of the theater i was like yeah <laughs> you murdered him a fucking white dude holy shit <laughs> oh dude, god i just imagine what? like a white dude with cornrows like <laughs> saying that <laughs> oh my god dude <laughs> oh shit that's so because, funny okay in the beginning oh, the that's the thing that you told me about when you texted me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh is that the line where you're like, oh, one of the, shit. oh, is that when, the, when you said like in the group me where it was just like, one of those lines was really cool, but I'm going to tell you a story later. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn it. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> like, 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 I was like, holy shit, that line's so deep. What? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm actually feel really bad that that happened to you because there's something about like the silence that happens after he like pulls the knife out. <laughs> that just makes it even like more strong, like powerful, you know? Oh, now, like T'Challa doesn't even have anything to say, but like, nah, this this dude does. <laughs> okay, because okay, in the beginning of the movie when it was like Oakland, he's like, oh, hey, mm-hmm. oh yeah, uh, like uh, like like he, he was getting hype. I was like, all right. Whatever, cool. Like the like the other fan. Like I, I heard that also. In the theater, like people get hype. But when when that line happened, I was like, "Are you what?" Are you, uh, I I need to watch this movie again, dude. Oh, <laughs> like, fuck. You know, I, you know. I feel like I can't enjoy that line anymore without thinking. Like, that <laughs> oh, dude, that watch. guy like ruined the movie for you forever. Dude, fuck, dude. Dude. <laughs> And and the worst part is that I love that line, but oh, every time I hear that line now, I'm gonna hear that dude. Dude, shout out to that guy. That dude, there's there's no way that dude <laughs> didn't have like dreadlocks, right? <laughs> like, it's yeah. like in my mind, this dude has dreadlocks. Oh <laughs> my, my god, mind. dude! Fuck. I so... I don't know why, but in my head, I'm imagining like a Mr. Crocker looking guy. <laughs> oh no! Uh, like I wish he kind of oh. looked like 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 almost. A cross between Post Malone and G Easy, which uh, I <laughs> that's totally the guy. No, that's, oh, that's, totally that's even worse. Oh, that's uh, like that's that's who I would imagine would relate to that line as a white guy. Uh, God. Oh God, oh God, man. oh man, probably like got arrested for jaywalking or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired of being oppressed. These chains can't hold. Oh God. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh fuck. It's so hilarious. Dude. <laughs> and and he wasn't even joking. He was he was genuinely he was feeling this serious. line. He was like this line oh hit my me god. in my heart of hearts. Buried me with my ancestors. <laughs> I was like, what part of that line did you relate to? The part, like buried me with my ancestors that jumped from the ships. You don't have ancestors that jump from the ship. You don't have <laughs> 
What part of that? Are you life? talking about the fucking Mayflower? <laughs> my ancestors had jumped from the Mayflower because they knew that death was better than sailing oh, and no. stealing from Native Americans. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Oh, that's so tough. <laughs> like, what part of that? Like, the more I think about it, the more oh, I like, Whoop. Well, like what part of history dude, are you referring to, dude. sir? What what which ancestors did you have? <laughs> God damn it! It's like what? Oh, dude, burn me with my ancestors that jumped from ships. Like you didn't? Were your ancestors on the Titanic? Like what are you talking about? <laughs> like, did you have family that was in the Titanic? Oh God! Is your grandpa Jack? <laughs> Is your grandpa Leonardo DiCaprio? <laughs> oh my oh, God! It was um, it was one of the violinists. <laughs> that <laughs> went down. Playing. Yeah, it's been an honor sir, playing with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, dude! Oh. Oh, fuck. Now I feel like anytime I hear that line, I'm not going to feel it anymore because of that. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. Like, now it's just going to be... I wasn't even there for that, but that's amazing. Because I I had to watch it during the premiere, too. So imagine having all your friends who haven't seen yet, and you want to talk about this one moment (laughs) in the movie, but it's the fucking spoiler of the movie. (laughs) It's like, like, literally the spoiler. It's like you're holding a curse to yourself and you can't talk about it to anyone. Yeah. Uh, Oh my god. God. That's a... (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I... He felt it, though. Oh, dude, he for sure felt it. That was a powerful line in his life. (laughs) There better not be some deep-ass lines in Infinity War. I swear Uh, to God. I'm honestly going to be really surprised if Infinity War's, like, theme is anything more than just we can do anything together. If Ant-Man and the Wasp has some socio-political commentary that's so super deep, I better not hear some motherfucker ruin it. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be... Dude, now, that, now that you... Dude, no, now that you've said that, you're going to go into Ant-Man and the Wasp. Like, Jet or Wasp is going to say something that ver- that pertains very specifically to to her experience as a woman. And, and then like, that same guy is going to be sitting Malone behind you. like, yeah, I feel that. <laughs> I'm tired of that shit too. I'm tired of that shit. <laughs> that might happen. Shit hit me. Shit happens to me all the time. Oh man. I feel you, Wasp. <laughs> and then Why does this happen- always happen to us, Wasp? Yeah. And then it's gonna happen again when you watch Captain Marvel. Dude. Oh, God. <laughs> the the twist is that it actually isn't a wasp, it is an actual like white Anglo Saxon, you know. It's an Saxon. actual white Anglo Saxon uh <laughs> Protestant. <laughs> Protestant, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought the deal was like for a person, for a second. Like Anglo-Saxon person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Dude. No, I just, fuck, dude. Now, now I, I can't stop thinking about like Killmonger without like some like white dude next to me who's being like, yo, man, this dude's speaking the truth. It's like, <laughs> fuck. It's so funny. It's so, so relevant to my life right it's now. It's so relevant, man. Yeah, arm the oppressors so they can fight back. So arm the oppressed so they can fight back against their oppressors. Like what the fuck? What am I? What am I listening to right now? Yeah, 
fuck colonizers. It's like, <laughs> fuck oh, colonizers. It's like, I am not a racist. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. Oh, man. Dude, that dude only listens to, like, the Black Panther soundtrack for sure. <laughs> oh, my God. And you're like, he somehow... Finally, a soundtrack relevant to my life. Finally, a soundtrack relevant to me. Finally, some recognition for people that I can relate to. (laughs) Finally, a film that speaks to me. God damn it. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Oh, this is the worst. (laughs) Yo, watch watch him be... Buttery Speaks number one fan. Dude, fuck man. Shout out to him, dude. He's gonna listen. He's gonna like listen to all he's like dude, he's just gonna like he's gonna binge like, he's gonna binge watch it and because like he feels so strongly about every single episode. Yo, man, when they were talking about that drampa dog. <laughs> man, I felt that shit. It's like fuck man. Spider-Man Rain is my most favorite comic in the whole Yo, world. Yo, son. Yo, son, how they know, dog? Um, these people know. Yeah, when yeah. Mary Jane died of the radioactive semen, I felt that, that shit. shit <laughs> when they talked about that racist white guy watching Black Panther, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you disrespect my people? <laughs> Holy shit, man. Oh, dude. <laughs> this dude, like, yeah, like, he's just, like, not even, like, aware. He just, like, relates super hard to everything. It's <laughs> just, oh. like... <laughs> Okay, had he been joking, it still would have been mega shitty, right? There's no winning in that scenario yeah. at all, dog. Yeah. Like, he should have just kept it to himself. Oh my god. Oh, fuck, dude. Or he should have just fucking waited until him, him and his friends were back in the lobby. Or some yeah, shit. The... Oh, dude. <laughs> and, and, and he did the most obnoxious shit, too. He was clapping his fists together. Like, he had. His right fist, like, fist? His left. He's like, he's like, yeah, man. He's like fist bumping himself, like. <laughs> no, 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 no. He did it like, like he was like some baseball player and shit. Like his left hand was open. And he was like catching oh, his, his he's right. Like, oh, dude, like the, oh, dude. They're talking yeah, about yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, like I can't in rhythm. see you, but I, but I, but I hear that sound. Yeah, like, like in rhythm, hand. like. <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> Holy when, shit. when he oh. found out Michael B. Jordan watches anime, I felt that shit. Yeah, anime is the best. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, fuck. Chris, I hate you. <laughs> don't hate me, dude. Oh, <laughs> I, I swear to God, don't hate me. Fuck, dude, this... <laughs> Yo, fuck. that guy just retroactively like ruined the movie for me now. <laughs> You know, we we were like having a good we're deep conversation about well. the, the themes <laughs> and the messages of the film, and then in true buttery speaks fashion, it just fucking goes to shit. <laughs> you know what? It went to shit because we talked about Paddington for a good like ten minutes. We created a, we created like basically a whole multiverse franchise with that shit, and you're gonna pin that on me. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, man, I'm pitting it on that dude. Because he ruined your night. You know, that guy probably hates Paddington, too. <laughs> but he doesn't talking, understand. They're talking shit about Paddington. He's, like, watching Paddington, like, yo, dude, I relate to this, dog. 
I remember when I was growing up as a young bear in London. <laughs> <laughs> Paddington's in London, right? Somewhere, or yeah. like somewhere in Europe. Who 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 even fucking knows anymore? <laughs> <laughs> that white dude probably does. Oh my god. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Do we keep going? I don't know what to do. Anymore. So, so Chris, like, what? What about like the rest of the movie? <laughs> like, what rest like, of the movie? It no, because at that point, no, because you know how he has that whole speech in the UN about how like there's so much more that connects us than separates us, and so we shouldn't be making borders and blah blah blah. Like, I didn't see that scene. I was too busy looking at the guy. <laughs> You're like, I'm fucking walking out of this theater. I did not see any credits. Like. You should have gone up to him and was like, so, man, how'd you feel about that UN speech, though? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know what? You know what? I don't even know anymore, man. Yo, man. When he was talking in front of the UN. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, fucking shit. The only thing that peeled my eyes off of him was Bucky. I was like, cool. All right, Dude. now I'm going to follow this guy out of the theater. <laughs> I need to know the rest of his life. I need to paint this picture. So what you're telling me is the only thing that calmed you down for like two seconds was like the super buff Romanian man. <laughs> With one arm. I, I swear to God, if he quotes that movie on his fucking Twitter, I'm a fucking... Nah, dog. It's it's in his fucking Instagram bio. Dude, I didn't want to find this dude. Like, We need to like track his ass down, dog. We, we need, like, out. a face-to-face interview with him and Chris. <laughs> we need to hang out with him just to be, like, just to see what it's like. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, Chris, when, when you see him, when you watch Ant-Man and the Wasp, like, just be like, hey, <laughs> we need to interview you. I want to know what life experiences you've had to make you relate to <laughs> the fact to that Eric Killmonger <laughs> wants to be buried in the sea with his ancestors. <laughs> Like, tell me about, like, your grandparents. Oh, shit. Which ancestors did you have? Like, <laughs> it's tight. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh... <laughs> so, Chris, how long were you holding that one in? Yeah, dude. Like... I-, I-, I was waiting till we got to the end of the movie, dude. I was, I was <laughs> avoiding it. I was like, okay, let's keep talking about uh, the fucking waterfall fight and shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, do you feel better? No, I actually don't. <laughs> just about because it. I actually experienced it full, like, like point blank. Oh god! I also did the, like okay. One more thing about the dude. I I, was, I did like a double take. I looked around the like my fucking surroundings. Like, did anyone hear this bullshit? <laughs> no, nah, man. Like the universe made it, so that was only made for you. Yeah. Dude, that and, was like... and and okay, so I thought I misheard him, but the fact that after during the credits, while we're waiting, he confirmed to his friend, he was like, "I hella related to that line." <laughs> did did you? Did, would you? Uh, did you happen to hear what his friend said? He was like, "Yeah, man, that was a cool line." That and, and that's an okay response. Yeah, yes, that like, was that a, cool, was a line. cool line. It was. But the fact that your friend said he related to it, what the hell? <laughs> oh. Fuck. God damn it, fucking Post Malone. <laughs> it it actually like makes me even more mad that apparently he's like also a mix of G Easy because I have a very great hatred of G Easy. <laughs> well, like that's why like that that's why the instant you said G Easy, I was like, ah 
Well, strap in, dude. Fuck, now now I'm just imagining G-Eazy watching it and be like, yeah, I felt that shit. <laughs> dude, that, that would be like, some G-Eazy ass shit. Like, fuck off, Gerald. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, okay, uh, I just had to... I feel, I, I feel not better, but it's like I took a fat dump and I still have, like, stomach pains, but better comparatively. Like, it's, it's better than you were, like, ten minutes ago. Yeah, sure. <laughs> still, still a good movie, though. Ten out of ten would watch again. Yep. Yeah, no. You know, I feel like you're going to need to watch it again. <laughs> yeah, I, I need a palate cleanse, for sure. <laughs> All right, guys, let's, uh, let's go watch this movie again. Oh.